Yeah, you couldn't. The spontaneity is only on Gossip Girl. It's not real. And don't you touch that dial. You're listening to KAOP AM 1045. My name is Danny, and this is Absence on Purpose, a weekly radio show that brings you the stories of Seattle's DIY. With me this week is Benjamin Marks. Ben, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, Danny. How are you? Not too bad. What's going on? You know, so uh, I was just at Fred Wildlife Refuge where I work, and there was an art show going on. And sometimes you have these experiences that you have in slow motion. I feel like everyone can relate to that idea. And so... Uh, the experience that I just had was one of those. Uh, there was an, an art show going on, two people looking at art on opposite walls, and they both had their phones out and they were both taking pictures with their phones. And they both took a picture, put their phones down, in near unison, I'll say unison for the story, in unison, they turn around and they walked right into each other. Oh, that's pretty good. It was just like the most beautiful thing. And it's like, you know, it's not, it's, it's not a big story, it's not a long story, but it makes me think a lot about the distractions that we have with our technology and how using it to, to intake art when isn't that kind of like the opposite you're supposed to like take the filters away and enjoy it uh, I don't know what the rules are uh, do you think that those people are going to write I saw you about each other the I saw you doesn't exist in the stranger anymore Danny I know and I'll tell you why I know because heart. it breaks my heart every week it breaks week. my exactly. fucking heart just once just once just once do you know I thought they I probably had ran one. out of people yeah, right? people, yeah, people, yeah, many people, people aren't stalkers anymore. <laughs> yeah. There's only like 20 people in Seattle. Uh, <laughs> easy there, New York. <laughs> 700,000 is not nothing. Everyone already paired up. They've already seen each other. They're all inside watching Netflix. They've already heard each other's bands. They're in everybody's bands. That's real talk. So, uh, Benji, Benjamin, do you, well, hate it? do you hate it when people call you Benji? You know, I used to, and then I realized the people who hated it, if they knew that I hated it, would call hated me it? Benji Wait, more. are people hitting you? I have bad diction, Danny. Thanks for calling that out on AM radio. Really appreciate that. I don't mind any diminutive use of my name at all. Danny, you were saying? So, all right, I don't know if you've been paying attention to the news, but... Uh, they, there have been a few hurricanes mm-hmm. uh, hitting, hitting uh, the United States. And most people think that uh, hurricanes are awful, awful things. But you know what? Sometimes there's a hurricane and some good comes out of it. And I have brought uh, Seattle's hottest band into the studio uh, to talk to you about it. Uh, Vomit Face, hello. Hey, what's up? Uh, Do you uh, want to uh, go around and say who you are and what uh, you do in Vomit Face? I'm Preetma. I'm the drummer. I'm I'm Jared. I, I do the other stuff. I'm Chris. I play bass. And, uh, so, uh, <laughs> wow, every, everyone was hooting and hollering and swearing wow. and I couldn't get the fucking microphones to work. <laughs> well, well so, we don't, we, I don't, I, we're not the Beatles, so what are we going to say? Yeah, like, although you can, that you can figure out what Beatles answer. Well, you know, it's, it's one of I sing and play guitar, I try to do both and I fail. So, what the thing is, is that everyone has your records and, like, you know, knows what you look like, but they may not, you know know your talking voice and they're going to be sitting here listening so they so this oh, is like this sort I see just like sort everyone I'm, out. I'm, I'm, I'm the tall lanky one that you looks like you want to punch them and Priyama's the the pretty one who we who's sitting <laughs> down she's the pretty one who we put behind the drums for some reason Chris who are you Chris know. is just <laughs> who am I who is Chris I'm, I'm, who I'm, is Chris I'm the hired gun well 
I'm I'm the gun. Yes. Can you tell our listeners what you were doing during Hurricane Sandy? Oh, hurricanes. Oh, yeah, Sandy. hurricanes. Yeah, yeah, I was some... like, where is this going? Yeah. No, uh, that, was, that was a good roundabout uh, origin story. We had moved to Jersey City. I'm so sorry. A few months before. Jersey is the best. All right, no, first of all, don't talk, talk shit about shit Jersey about City. Jersey. I, we'll talk about New York all day, but we but will we forever be a Jersey and City for what it's worth, I'll rep Brick, New Jersey, and I'll rep Bayhead, New Jersey, for as long as my grandmother lives there. Okay. And that's that's random. Uh, what's funny is, Ben, you you now talk more on this podcast than you did when you were a guest. So true. why don't you like the actual guest talk? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. That's fair. Look, Jersey, when we moved, we lived in New York, what, five years? And Four, we yeah. decided to move to Jersey, and as soon as we were decided to be a band, we were like, we're not going to be a New York band, we're going to call ourselves a Jersey band. But that has nothing to do with Sandy. We weren't even a band when we moved to Jersey. <laughs> I'm, I'm responding to Ben about, like, context. we, yeah, we oh, represent okay. and respect Jersey. Well, we actually like it. Like, when people talk about New York pizza, fuck that, all the Italians are in Jersey. That's the pizza. Mama mia. You're going to start some culture wars here. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I've been talking shit about New York for ten years. <laughs> the the bagels everyone are raving about. Yeah. There's like five spots, and, and Seattle's got yeah, like two. Not, yeah. No, Seattle does not have that good bagel. Yeah, no, the oh, bagels are awful. Place, that one place is okay. Is awful. Okay, okay, pizza has been on twelve. That's but it's always closed. It's always closed. It's always closed. Every small, but it's small. But it's Jewish. It's the Jewish. It's method. actually. The, the, yeah. The but the also in New York. But they won't serve. Where, where do you get your breakfast bagel? You go to one of those fucking food carts, and they just bought it at Whole Foods. Bodega. The bodega bought it from a fucking. Yeah, that's a hot topic. That's new. Like I have. I saw this on Twitter. I'm stealing the joke, but somebody was like, "The bodega is the new." Like I have friends that aren't white. Because like, have you heard about the? The this is in response to that. And everybody's app. like, "I love bodegas, the cats, and like blah blah." blah. <laughs> so back like, to Hurricane okay. Sandy. <laughs> there's, or a, not. there's a there's a new app about some vending machine to replace bodegas. It's too it's too like ex Google duders yeah. who want to replace bodegas with vending machines. With vending yeah. machines, like yeah. I would like to replace Google and all those tech nerds. What would you replace them with? If you cats. Cats. <laughs> just yeah. fer- just feral cats wandering. <laughs> I would same offices. fucking same, same fucking purpose. Uh, so Sandy, Sandy. So as soon as we went to Jersey, we were like, this middle, is great. middle fingers in the air, like fuck yeah. you, New Yorkers. Then, we have this huge palace now for the same price of garbage in Brooklyn. <laughs> and then as soon as that happened, Sandy hit, and we yeah. were stuck in our building for like a solid week. Damn. Yeah, we we were lucky. We didn't get like flooded because we were like right where. It like inclined the road, but like the water came out. Like reporters would go down like one of the roads past our building and stand in front of our building because there was like water, so they could like wade into. Yeah, it right in front of ours, it had formed a moat. So like, Fox News van would park at our building, and to get that shot of the reporter in knee high water, he would walk down the hill into the. He he wasn't like just yeah. Right, right, right. yeah it was it was, it was, a, it was so besides a, watching uh, Fox News uh, reporters get wet what, what else did you do during we started vomit phase oh there we go so we we're trapped in our house for a week and then we started our band yeah. uh, we started demoing our band we didn't even demo we started like really playing we started playing but uh, we we tracked a couple of bits like yeah. so we like in a in a home studio Ableton way we 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 tracked a couple things just just for memory's sake because we. 
It was just the two of us, me and Primo. Yeah, I had just started playing the drums, so that's even why we were playing so music playing drums together in your apartment. Yeah, it just had nice. an electronic kit because it's New York. So sure. I was like, electronic kit in New York makes a lot of sense. We were playing rock band before that, and that's how I got into the drums because I was playing it, and I got through the levels pretty fast. Primo was playing Judas and Priest on like, Expert, oh. and I was like, oh, so you you have like a pretty metronomical sense of rhythm. Because yeah. I thought I was pretty good, but I didn't realize how much of a loose player I was. Because I'm you always failed kind of behind out. The I'll, I'll fail out on the drums on that game all the fucking time. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, I can do this. Kind of. I'm not embarrassed to do it. So I'm like, yeah. So we so we just it started as a total joke. I mean, it's called fucking vomit face. Yeah. So I so I don't I don't like to ask bands uh, why they pick the name or what it means because I don't care about either of those things. But what were some of the reactions to you being called vomit face? Uh, my parents loved it. Okay. But I mean, more from like clubs, other bands. Yeah, that's been disappointing. So it started up high where my Indian parents were like, there aren't already bands named that? That's great. <laughs> and then it went downhill from there. Well, my my parents <laughs> my parents suck ass. And when I told my dad, I'm playing music again. And they're like, oh, fuck. And they're like, uh, what's it called? And when I told them. Uh, he gave me kind of that like twisted sister parent like face. <laughs> what do you want to do with your life? <laughs> and um, you going to take it. Would you say he gave you a sermon? <laughs> yes, my father's a minister. These are all. Re- this is really. I feel. I feel like this is more suggestive question than like sixty minutes like, <laughs> controlling this conversation. But yeah, but then I just played like a bar chord and blew my dad out a window, so it was no big deal. <laughs> but um, the reaction to the name, yeah, everybody hey. else was like, well, what? The, the, well, the part that appealed to our not only subversive but um, uh, persistent side, or not persistent, not even perseverant. What's the word I'm thinking of? Where you're like, fuck it, I'm gonna do it anyway. Rebellious, kind of, but. Mixed rebellion with perseverance and whatever that word is. <laughs> stubborn. Antagonistic. Yeah, antagonistically stubborn, we'll say. <laughs> and so, like, we we self-released a 7-inch and we put it out and, like, one blog would write about it. Like, the deli in New York. The New York deli okay. was like, oh, a surprisingly good band with a terrible name who will, because of that name, be cast into the corners of obscurity we actually like this record. And I was like, okay, okay, you, you hated that, but you still wrote about it. Yeah. But you warned everybody, no one else will write about it. Check. Yeah. Then someone else wrote about it, like, this. no one will ever want to hear this because of the name. And then, like, I grew up worshipping Aquarius Records, their website recommendations and everything they released and all the weird back catalog shit they had. Then they featured our 7-inch, and they were like, didn't want to listen to this because of the name. And all they talk about is like anal cunt and weird right. black I metal. Say there's so many worse yeah. names in Yeah, it. it's I, very juvenile. There's but like I think when they pulled out a, a vomit face 7 inch, they're like, well, here we go again. And they're like, oh shit, it's actually like kind of like poppy stuff. Um, poppy? Is really? I feel like we're a pop band. Really? Compared to black metal, yes. Well, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah but so there are melodies. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know who does poppier melodies than Jared. I mean, also, I mean, and we use a lot of fuzz pedals, but like, we won't ever turn it up to where it's rackety. I feel like we're not rackety, man. but I think the melodies there—that's what is pop to me—is melody. So yeah, yeah. What people call pop. I mean, it's verse chorus. I mean, I was doing like improvisational noise before this, so to me, this is 
this is uh, bubblegum. Yeah, kind of like what Danny yeah. said, everything compared to it. But, uh, so what, what, what came first? Uh, were you the hardest working band in New York City or the best new slacker rock? That was that was that we actually were awarded that I think the same year simultaneously so I don't understand it. Um, we oh, fuck who who said we were the hardest working? What what do you have to do to be? The oh, you guys have to play a lot of shows. Oh my rockness is a website. I think Chicago has one too, and New York, maybe LA too. It's just like a show list. It's it's like show listing like oh. Whatever. Is it's a show. the only thing here that does that. Uh, Seattle Weekly does. City Seattle Weekly, well. yeah. Um. And Facebook. and Facebook, they just go <laughs> by how many shows you have listed so, for the year. So that oh. that one year we were really hustling, and we had a residency at Cake Shop, rest in peace, and other things. So they picked what ten bands had the played the most. Yeah, and they were like, "This is New York's hardest working bands." Simultaneously, we won a category of one of the best slacker rock, which was funny because we were right, also right. being. At the same time, and then you put apart. out your first record yourself. I, I don't even. Th- I think it was just about X no, I mean, number I think, of shows. I think it's, it's funny that you put oh, out yeah, your own yeah, record, yeah. get your slacker. Yeah, we're not really slacker. We only even all. partner with labels for money because we're actually better at managing stuff than most labels. I'm very Type A, so we're we're very we're, we're I think we're very organized and intelligent. Anything labels? Even though I couldn't think of that word things. earlier that I was trying to think of. What's that? I say. I, I, I mean, you say you say you're organized and intelligent as if labels are not. No, things. that's not. I think it, most labels like, are run by kind of stupid people. Um, I mean, I know a lot of people who are on labels, and it took forever for certain things to happen for no reason, except that people were doing it. Not well, the, as their full time job. Yeah. You're just not giving me. Yeah. I'm exceptionally organized. And very I mean, driven. Who, who, <laughs> and no, so no, I'm the reason. Yeah. No, Prima is a very like <laughs> like skilled in, in in multiple categories, especially that of just like common sense business. We we lucked out with being able to work with Help Yourself because they were like minded individuals that we liked a lot. They aren't, aren't stupid. But, they aren't but stupid. But it took us forever <laughs> to, to even make find... clear, they're not, they're not. No, but it took us forever to even find a label that we would want to work with that we respected the roster and the, the people and their work ethic. Uh, how did Help Yourself approach you? I think it was vice versa. Yeah, I think oh. we emailed because, well... So we recorded that the record and we were with a, a label out of St. Louis, uh, Boxing Clever, who approached us, and they were really cool. Jim, who ran it, was an awesome guy. And, this like, this made is after it happen. they heard that seven inch we put yeah. out ourselves. Um, and made the Steve Albini thing happen, which was amazing, but um, they were kind of a side project of this bigger advertising agency. And Jim was this punk rock guy from back in the day and like Drum. just wanted to do this as like a labor of love. And so he, he got cool really guy. excited, and I mean, it was awesome to work with him but then like business stuff happened i think and then the other partners were kind of not as into having a label and dumping a lot of money into it because they were really great about they supporting st- yeah they started with a lot of money and, and they kind a of lot went of money. Yeah. yeah um and so right when we were recording that label kind of dissolved so we had the record but no label and so that put us in a weird space. Yeah. So like so yeah, we had it. they had sent us to Chicago to record the Albini, and so we had this finished record that was engineered by someone you could name drop. It was pretty easily easily marketable. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never heard I, I, I was about to, like, fucking <laughs> mansplain it to you. The, Bands. Bands <laughs> well, actually, that was an inverted fifth no, chord. But, uh, but he recorded the, the inverted page plant record. Can we can talk about that for a second? That's not a thing. <laughs> that's not a that's thing. That's a perfect fourth, my friend. Just <laughs> 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 music theory degree to the door. Oh, really? Yeah. Your perfect music theory degree? Composition. Well, that sucks. Oh, I, I <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. We're gonna throw flames about stuff. Um, so one thing, I, one thing I love about people who get their records produced by Steve Albini is how many times Steve Albini's name appears on their Bandcamp pages. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah. It's a, so, so we actually resisted. Just so you know, the the the, the first labels. Uh, insistence to work with him. We actually resisted because we knew it was just a name drop. We we adored his work, the records he made. We grew up on him, and we were fucking nerds about working with him when we ended up working with him. But I I was initially resistant just because I was like, it's going to be lame to name drop it. I remember going to Grimey's in Nashville, picking up a record, and the artwork was just the band's name in very <laughs> small print, negative space all over, and then in the other corner. The opposite corner of the band name recorded by Steve Albini <laughs> on the fucking cover yeah, yeah. and it's like this is so fucking thirsty looking and uh, we, we didn't want to be one of those name dropping bands uh, don't you kind of think of him as like an extension of a label though like like he is he's a, a curator of sorts right he only no. works with certain no he'll, no he'll no he'll work, he'll no. work with if you pay him he'll yeah, work with yeah. you he, oh, well, uh, he, yeah, I think right he, he, I mean, he, rec- he, he records like a lot of country <laughs> records uh, like he's won, he's on like he's won country awards, yeah. four country records. Okay. No, yeah. I. Yeah. He, did, he basically, basically, everyone calls it raw, blah blah blah. However raw it is, is however raw your sound is. He gives you the best, the best case scenario mm-hmm. and atmosphere for you to be what you do, and he's Line, not going to yeah. add any bells and whistles to it. It'll just be you, and it'll be the best you could ever sound being you. But if you're someone who like. Slops up your solo a little bit. I mean, you're gonna slop up your solo a little bit. Um, and you recorded that in just two days, right? Yeah, we recorded that in two days because we have no money. Right. He's he's very reasonably priced, but this is just how broke we were. And uh, the the label closes doors after we finished mastering. And uh, what was that? E- was it like an email, text message? How do they tell you that they were done? And who who found what out? And who? How, how, how did the label even tell us? We were like, whoops. <laughs> I think it was an email. I we did find out. We did find out in retrospect that Jim actually kind of was already. It was a very nice already, breakup. It wasn't. Yeah, anything. but Jim, just, we were like, hey, we're shutting down. Yeah, I mean, we had a. Uh, Jim I had actually, a sense of it. Like yeah. we could tell Jim was trying to like make sure the record got. Jim done rushed us to the. We yeah. had just re- we writ we wrote and recorded an EP over a fucking week because he wanted it. And he's like, and now you got to go to Albania. I'm like, man, I'm not. We don't have songs. <laughs> we yeah, don't have songs. we're not Motown. <laughs> we can't just turn out hits for you. This <laughs> was he smoking a cigar. He's like, no, no, need more songs. And so he's like, he's like, he's like, Albania can do it in July, and only in July. Go in July. And we show up, and we're mortified because I was like, Steve, I'm, I don't, I haven't even finished the lyrics for this song. Like, and he's like, well, better that it's on time than that it's right. You know, like how he would say. Uh, and so I was. I was kind of embarrassed, but uh, the, in retrospect, we learned that Jim actually kind of already saw it coming, and, and yeah, and he was he just was trying to make sure we got our records. That's pretty cool. Very sweet. Yeah. So it was it was a very cool last minute favor uh, in hindsight. Um, but so we were hitting up a few people out of desperation, like who will put this out? It seems like an easy sell. 
Yeah, we were already, you know, we didn't even think You're already that. a fucking great band, so. Uh, uh. Yeah, it's like, we're the next fucking Aerosmith, so. Duh. We have, we have a band some blogs won't even fucking write down, so why not? <laughs> Which is weird. I, I didn't realize uh, just how timid yeah. rock writers were. Like, we would get emails back. Like, Help Yourself would get emails back. Like, love the track, hate the name, not gonna write it. Well, it's yeah. funny because there's not even a swear word in it. Because there's, no. uh, it's there's a clinical a, term. It's an emoji. I didn't, like, I didn't even yeah, say like it's like an, an actual. It's not like spew or bark. It's, it's an vomit. emoji. It's a clinical name. Yeah. And it's kind of an expression. Yeah, it's like that that a teen girl would say. Like that's how that was the reference there. Not yeah, that it's very you're juvenile. Caked in spew. Uh, no, I some friends of mine uh, in Cleveland are in a band called Shitbox Jimmy, which is. I admittedly a stupid name, but they get into some trouble because some people don't want to put shit. shit yeah, uh, and in Seattle, uh, still shit do drugs. A lot of right, people right. do SSDD, but vomit face is like, yeah, who cares? Yeah, there's yeah. nothing. We wrong. even talked about it. We were like, this is enough for a kid to be like, ooh, this is edgy, and a parent still say, I'll let you buy it. Well, yeah, and at least with the Help Yourself Records record, uh, the cover is nondescript. Like, it's, it's like that black and white picture, and it's like, you can't really tell exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Do you so, know what it is? What the picture is? Is that why you're saying yeah. that? No, I'm just saying that like, if you just go into a record store and saw it, yeah. you'd see the name and see that picture and not really know. I don't, I, I'm don't. i saying that there's a lot of records, you can kind of guess mm-hmm. what vein it is, yeah. and at least that LP, you can't, you can't make any guess about what it is. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I was raised religiously, so... Um, I, I was used to like doing those sort of uh, negotiations in record stores because you had none of your own personal income as a yeah. kid. So well, any kid, if yeah. I mean, if you're you a parent. Well, but I mean, oh, mine were super strict, yeah, so I had yeah, to be like, but even then, you can I have, have to this? Like, and they're like, well, there's a skeleton on it. Your it's like, but it's it. just a skeleton. It's not an evil skeleton. That's, Everybody yeah. has one. Yeah, yeah. That's how I got into the, the Sugar Hill Gang. You guys were listening oh, to yeah, that? yeah. So I wanted to listen to hip hop, but my parents were like, I'm not big fans of hip hop. And so I found the candiest, literally the candiest looking cover, and it's Rapper's Delight, which is like a candy land. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah. You have that. You have that. See, but it's also okay. a gang. It's but it's also a gang. It's true. Were they worried true. about you joining a gang? I think they saw the Candyland and, and they were like, 13 minute first track. I like where this kid's going. I can do the first seven minutes from memory. Just want to say that right now. So now you said that you didn't have all the lyrics right now, done. Daddy, I don't have to do it right now. <laughs> right. You didn't have all the lyrics done when you were in the studio. Did you two get into a fight uh, at the studio over the lyrics yes. over biblical references? Oh, Man, no, this guy, not this guy so did his much. research. No, he's, a little bit. He's I taken mean, from other shit. That's something you always have to remind Jared. He'll throw God and Jesus into every song. No, Which no, I- no. He's 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 heard an interview that you yeah. haven't heard oh. that I did without you. That's what he's referencing. I. Prima is. We gotta fight about everything. No, no, Prima. No, but, no, but Prima right is my special. Is my my special. My, my special <laughs> friend. <laughs> no, I, I meant to say my specialized, like, uh, like a producer role. She plays a lot of times. No, seriously, seriously, like, uh, she'll say phonetically, I don't like that. Oh, good. And we'll even change it to something absurd just to make it make sense architecturally. Yeah. Right. Correct. And, yeah, I mean, I'm. I think a more. I like having very visceral reactions to things, and so she thinks because more I think I, you know, that's just me. Like I yeah. overthink things, so I like art, especially and music, especially like pop music or like you know, to just be kind of immediate. Mm-hmm. And so that's like the words, how the words sound. It's not just like the meaning, and I don't like it to be over intellectualized. So I like. I'd rather have the feeling. So 
in that in that sense, it's more like language poetry, where you're you're yeah. dealing almost like visually and phonetically more than like what what the words represent. Um, so so we go between the two. So sometimes it's it's more abstract. Sometimes it's more confessional. Um, when we did hit the studio with Albini, there were there were moments when I got on the microphone and she, Chris wasn't in the band at the time, but. Uh, nor, nor, nor the, we didn't even in the studio, Chris, by the way. Exactly. Chris is still sitting here. Listeners, uh, <laughs> Chris is still sitting here. Uh, Prima nor the bass player at the time had had heard had heard the lyrics. Hey, we have me a beer. Thank you. You didn't have them done. If, if I you had want them. a beer, just like wait or something. No, no, I'm okay. saying I'm saying you you guys had never heard it. So when I'm tracking it, yeah. and like one of our icons are like. Hitting record and we're all hearing it for the first time. I'm singing it for the first time. I may have hummed it to myself while scribbling it in the notepad. Yeah. So, and most of that record's one take. So, some of those you'll look back and you're like, well, I could perform that even yeah. stronger, but I didn't even, I had never even rehearsed it. Mm. This is this is how immediate yeah. of a moment that is. And yeah. I, I, I think the record has a strength in that sense that you're actually hearing us almost improvise a record yeah. with a deadline. <laughs> Um, I that that sounds more interesting to me than bands who like take a year to record. Like I hate really self. Well, we kind bands. of work under deadlines. Like I've always been a procrastinator. Like I need pressure personally. She's that girl me. who writes her essay that's due tomorrow, like overnight. Mm-hmm. And I think I think we get really stressed out. We'll fight. We'll throw chairs. We'll break up the band. We'll rejoin. This is all within a three hour period, <laughs> and then we'll record a song. And I feel like. It comes across a little more sincere because of that, because we're not able to like. But maybe that's it. what's scary and makes people uncomfortable because it's like real. Yeah, one reviewer said it does make them feel uncomfortable to listen to it, like like they can hear the tension. I mean, it makes me sometimes because it takes me back to like. Yeah, it, it, it was always a traumatic experience. Like something traumatic. The last happened. two years, like while this band is gone, it's been yeah. probably the hardest three or so years of our lives. Like just economically personally, personally yeah. with jobs like day jobs and uh living situations moving it was all it was always really hard the record we're actually uh writing for right now is also is, is similar in the vein that it's just about uh the end of the world well but our lives are a little better you know to Tiny you Seattle know, is nice. we're kind of going to seattle is great we, we, yeah. we were but getting, everything else went to shit we're getting kind of, we're <laughs> getting, a little we're, better we're getting kind of like in a downer mode, so yeah. how about how, how about how about this? How about a word from our sponsor? No, have no, you listened no, to our music? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, Wait, I what? know. If you want what? to talk you about it, why, why the hell did you guys invite uh, me over? If you if you're dude, trying to pop, avoid well, downer, it's the saddest music, the best pop songs so, are so sad. So this so question, get Taco so, Cat if you want to talk about Posse. Uh, I don't know. You make my dreams come true is the best pop song, and then it's not a sad song. <laughs> so, no, the best pop song is He Hit Me, yeah. and it's about and domestic violence. Yeah. That's true. Okay, that's not an objective fact that that is the best pop it's song. Don't all right, yeah, right. Come on, guys. The crystals, Phil Spector. <laughs> sure. Let's go. Come on. Uh, so when you're at karaoke, what is your favorite Courtney Love song to sing? Oh, um, I mean, I hate Wait, her. Wait, how did you know that? What? How did you know that? She gets all the gossip. Where's he, where's he pulling this shit from? Um, it's Nardwar. Either Bob no, or Miss Wilson. How long have you been following I mean, I hate Courtney Love, but I can't sing, so I can yell, and so... You She's s- a good yeller. You sound like a drunk, raspy so woman. So which one do you? Yes. Which one do you pick? I think Violet, but Violet isn't in every karaoke book. So that, like, Miss World is in every karaoke book. So that's like yeah. for sure. But if I can pick Violet, I do Violet. 
I like doll parts. You would, because... I remember as a kid, it would come on MTV, and I'd be so fucking bummed out. It's like sepia tone. It's just laying around in a shitty dress. She did kill And her. the melody's so bland, but then it actually gets kind of upbeat at the end. I don't know what's I, I, I like... You know what I mean? Like the, the, it's, not, it's, not, it's not even a tempo increase, but like there's a climax of yeah. some sort. And the refrain... Intensity. The refrain of... Uh, Volume. Uh, one day you will ache like I, I yeah that that actually it what was I like seven I was like okay uh, so why did uh, you leave the, your bass player behind he died oh, oh man he called that quickly he's like nope I've researched, <laughs> I've researched everything and they're all alive well, uh, what's funny is your bass player looked more Seattle than anyone that's been <laughs> in your band so it's funny that you left him behind okay so. Vomit Face started me and Preetma. This is Jared speaking. <laughs> started Hi, Chris. Anybody else thought it was Chris, right? Chris told some of the other stories and we didn't tell you it was Chris. Um, it started, and we had almost a rotating cast of bass players. Uh, we. Oh, now, were they quit, be fired? You knew they were temporary? Well, child. Keller, who was the longest one. Ke Keller, that's the most recurrent that you're referring to. It's a childhood friend. A childhood They're friend. Like I've known him since the fourth grade. Big bushy beard. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we grew up in Tennessee together. For whatever reasons, we all ended up in New York. Um, and since we were both able to even fret a guitar and play a chord, we've been playing in each other's creative projects. I started a post-rock band accidentally with him I didn't know it was going to be a post-rock band I immediately quit after the first gig when I realized that we were doing 10 minute climaxes but a lot of uh, climaxes in this podcast yeah. oh boy my face is all about can, can you guys do like a Pee Wee Herman secret Only word <laughs> we all scream when I say climax um the but we've we've played with Davis yeah Angela. Well, he was a friend from tennis. Your friend from tennis. But anyway, yeah. so yeah. Why, yeah. So Keller, Keller's a full partner at a studio. Yeah. So sometimes he's like, "Oh man, I have to make Money. A sound design for <laughs> Nike's Instagrams for a month, so I can't go on tour with you." So mm -hmm. we would have someone from another band pitch it for. Him. And York is stressful, so at some point everybody just has to take take a, a break, yeah, and do their thing. And then um, we had one bass player that was only in the band for yeah. one day. He played a show, and he sucked it up. <laughs> we'll name yeah, him. he was a sport. Um, I got a job here. <laughs> no, nothing in the. Window. It's not a secret, but Jared and I go out. So I got a job. So we have to move together, <laughs> and. Yeah, the bass we, player we, doesn't have to move. So, yeah, I feel like we've had to explain that a lot. Yeah. We did not come to Seattle as a band. We came because I got a job. We, we came in a very personal life way, and we were just like, all right, now how do we keep the band going? Yeah. Um, we when you're like, well, we have two-thirds of the band, so we just... So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It works out that like, most of the so band we, has so to move call together. <laughs> so we call Chris. We, uh, we literally were asking Chris because we didn't know... How did, you how, meet, how, how did you meet Chris? We didn't know how multi-instrumentalist he was. His other band, Slow Elk, and us just happened upon like a social media thing. I think we were Instagram friends. And we were asking everybody. 
Yeah, Liam. basically anybody from Seattle. We're like, do you know any we bass at, players? We're at it. We're at we a casual. We are and a, everybody's like, there are a ton of bass players. You'll find one. And we're like, um, well, we're we like, don't yeah, know but, anyone. Yeah. Everyone was always like, oh yeah, there's so many. I was there's like, so well, many. give me a fucking name. Like, I, need like, I don't so know anybody. He's like, so throw many. a rock, you hit a bass player. I was like, I don't. <laughs> I threw three and I didn't hit one. And we were at a casual hex show, and Liam was going around. Uh, do you play bass? Do you play bass? Yeah, Liam, Liam bass? was going around for us going, he plays bass. He like, plays bass. Let me see your fingers up. Not too callous. <laughs> if you do play bass, And then we were weird. Off. We were very, like, New York aggressive. Like, you want to play bass for us? And, and Seattle like, kids get, get kind of turned off by our, like, our... Um, Forwardness. Our, yeah, our intensity of the East Coast. So we're like, hey, you want to be in a band, son? <laughs> What's but wrong I, with you? But I know so you're uh, way too hard. So I sent a message to Slow. I was like, hey, we still don't have a bass player. Do you guys have a bass player? Because I, I, I was like, I, <laughs> can we have your bass player, Slow? Well, what's funny because it's not Slow. It's he's not just the bass player. He's like the bass player, the singer. Oh yeah, and, like kind of. No, like, I just play drums with Slow. Yeah. No, but I mean yeah. like the Ernie, Ernie, yeah, yeah, the bass player of Slow. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, so er- like, Ernie actually wrote back. And he's like, "Look, the only reason we follow you is because of Chris." <laughs> I don't. So I'll ask Chris if he knows because Chris actually told us about your band, and so. The way you said that, it makes it seem like the only reason we follow you is because Chris insists on it. He won't. Yeah, he. I keep unfollowing you, Chris. Chris, not really like our brand. Ernie stated the phrase like, first of all, I don't even like your band, so don't hit me up for favors." No, Ernie's been great. We've borrowed his van even to play shows because we're New Yorkers without cars. And then Chris writes back. He's like, "Yeah, I'll do it." Yeah, he, sh- he showed up to Cry Baby. That's a practice space for the. I don't know how far these radio waves reach. Uh, all, uh, <laughs> Eugene. Yeah, uh, uh, Eugene. Uh, to oh, kids know us in Eugene. Kids know us in Eugene. The college. Yeah. All right. Um, on a windy night, sometimes it gets a little bit less. But, <laughs> okay. You know, clear night. For some reason, I guess I guess because I've been drinking. As soon as you said on a windy night, I was like, the waves go further. Oh yeah, yeah, the wind. The wind carries the sound. Yeah. Um, that's how but no, Chris. That's Chris showed up. Works. Chris showed up, and I was gonna like show him the songs, and he he just already knew them. So I was like, well, fuck. I actually okay. like. Uh, so I was uh, on the Oregon <laughs> coast like the weekend before we met up, and uh, I didn't rehearse at all. So like I rehearsed like maybe for a couple hours before we met up and learned most of the songs. So I was like, yeah, I've been working on this a lot. Uh, and he, he knew him, though. Yeah, yeah. No, but he knew him. As, as a band that's had six, maybe, bass players, like, I know what it's like to teach someone a song, and he already knew them. So. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, there's little details that I miss, but the basic idea. Don't sell yourself short, okay, Chris? Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. He was he was just listening to like records online and so I, f- I think he did all right. We don't we don't have the the tablatures uploaded yet. Uh just a real real quick question. Why don't you like Thrasher magazine? Jesus. What is that? They didn't from? give us money. You want to give him a song. <laughs> Fuck. No, you did. No, what but like I I'm just impressed. Wanted. I'm just impressed oh, by like the death. Because people were like, so, so what did you name it Vomit Face? I'm like, Google it. This guy Googled every fucking one of them. Jared just says things, though. What okay. That? They didn't even want a song. We just signed. What do, they, what do they even need a song for? I think this is, again, what I told that kid 
from that college radio interview that you're getting this shit from. Okay. I'm um, glad I didn't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I was just saying, like, we. D- I was telling that guy we've done a good job of not paying for anything. Like, we, we, we have photographer friends that give us shoot people are nice enough people were just very nice in new york we knew a lot of a lot of people that were friendly and helping and uh we and like music videos we we had people lend their services and again we didn't pay anything and then i was like in turn we're kind of hypocritical because like thrasher told help yourself like could we get a vomit face track for like a skate vid we can't pay you. They send this thing. Like, oh, yeah. Like, it's cool. like a little contract. Like, we can't pay you, but it's a great opportunity. And we're like, you have money. Fuck you. We don't do that. You're selling all those teas yeah. to fashion ladies. For, DIY, for yeah. DIY situations, yeah. like, if you're a young filmmaker and you want to put a track, if they, that's you, a collaboration you, you, you're we do. You're on several compilations. You, you, you know, and, we, and we do a lot of, yeah, we do a lot of charity compilations. Yeah. Yeah. The Gray Estates is doing one for Coors Camp that we really believe in for, like, uh, queer youth in the, in the South. We gave an exclusive track that we recorded for that. So we feel strongly about participating in a DIY friends community. Yeah. If you're a corporation like Thrasher or Walmart, who are basically the same thing. <laughs> you know, I agree with that. And they're like, we can't pay you, but it'll be great exposure. We tell them need a day. Yeah. Uh, what celebrity looks the sexiest in a turtleneck? <laughs> he's, got, he's, he's done his what research. Do you, yeah. Who do we say? Uh, well, Sinead O'Connor, David Bowie, and David Bowie. In, uh, oh yeah, Americans. Americans. That was a good Nirvana unplugged. That David. That's Bowie. not hot. That's a good, mo- that's a mock that's turtleneck. Iconic, <laughs> iconic. That's a shout out, but he's not included in the list because it's a mock turtleneck. So <laughs> Yo, a fool. That was uh, Simon and Garfunkel wore matching turtlenecks. But, I feel like it's two for one. Yeah, Neither but the turtlenecks hot. weren't that uh, great. But two, I'm saying the combined essence of Simon and Garfunkel. Something about Garf, Art Garfunkel just creeps me out like the It Clown. I just don't like yeah. it. <laughs> it just bought, there's something unsettling about him. So do you actually think Pennywise. people look uh, hot in turtlenecks? Or yes, I made straight? Jared buy I'm wearing a turtleneck right now, man. Well, well that's more like well, a you have like a jacket. No, oh, that's no, not a that's turtleneck. Now it's a turtleneck. No, it's a turtleneck. <laughs> he has a natural turtleneck. turtleneck. I have a natural turtleneck for my double chin. <laughs> Okay. So yes. No. I love turtlenecks. I who doesn't? Wear them, do you guys not like stand? turtlenecks? Like, what I thought that's like a Seattle. This thing, sa- it sounds like a challenging question, not my, a curious um, question. I haven't worn a turtleneck since. I see a lot like of people mock turtlenecks. Yeah, you guys are still watching. Fringe. I don't. That's, that's fucking insane. insane. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, I, I really think that's crazy shit. I just want to tell you that you can you can do a turtleneck. Yeah, no, it's cool. I want to tell you on the radio that you can do a turtleneck and you have the persona for it. That, I think that was so like that a was backhanded compliment. Yeah. Yeah. It's very functional in Seattle because it's like kind of chilly. It's kind of chilly, but not too chilly. Yeah, you just need a yeah, little. But that you, you don't. You don't want to wear a turtleneck. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I. What are you afraid? You're going to come like, off as some self serious Ben Gibbard type. Uh, yes. Yeah, exactly. that's fine. Ben Gibbard. That's fair. <laughs> okay. Uh, on that note, uh, let's hear a face off.
Uh, so uh, we were back. It was a, 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 a cut from Vomit Face. You know, Ben, uh, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well, Danny. You know, I'm someone really uh, someone uh, was uh, selling us a bunch of records today at the store that I work at, and I was uh, there. There's a there's a Rick Rick Ocasek solo record. I was mm. like, man, that Rick Ocasek, he's. I don't know. There's just something about him. Do you, you guys know Rick Ocasek? We, Never heard we, of we know him personally. Oh, really? No, we, no, we <laughs> don't. We don't. Who'll we'll uh, be sitting here when you record? Before, before you hit record, we were talking about Weezer Records and how the Green Album was just trying to continue the blue formula by making a color and Rick Ocasek on there. Yeah, right. But Rick Ocasek's. But going back but to Rick Ocasek is amazing. Right. Well, because is at cool the time, guy. at the time, commercially, commercially, Pink, Pinkerton had failed. And so they were they were trying to pretend like yeah they were happened. they were just rethinking like well, what did we do right on the first one let's yeah. make a, a fucking color we'll get Rick Ocasek we'll write three to four minute pop songs about holidays got to have a song about God, holidays it was horrible and Wait. islands in, yeah and then in put them both oh that that had hash pipe was oh hash yeah hash pipe, pipe. Hash that pipe was the single awesome. they had been away for four years and it didn't seem long enough by the time the green album was out. Anyway, uh, Keller, that played in our band, used to work at the Manhattan Guitar Center, and he helped a lot of celebrities. Oh yeah, it's, it's awful, but he helped a lot of celebrities. He sold Logic to Buster Rhymes. Uh, he got to smell Courtney Love in an underwearless sundress inside of a closed VIP room in the month of August. So that whole room just smelled like hot garbage. And he checked out Rico Kasich. And uh, Rick Ocasek left his sunglasses, Which and to this cute. day he's rocking them. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, if Rick you're Rick Ocasek and you want your sunglasses back, Rad. email accents on purpose podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Wait, uh, but, but but real talk, just really quick, if I may interject, we were talking about the greatest pop song of all time, right? We were kind of the crystals. Right, the crystals. It's done. But and and and, and not not to be that guy though. Just what I needed. I know. Um, I know. It's the easy yeah. choice. The verse, the chorus, the synth line, the hits—every part about that song is fucking iconic. Literally, oh, every, we're, we're we're huge Cars fans. So, so how can you look me in the face and tell me that like that's not the best pop song? No, it's still not. I, the best. I, I, I mean, first of all, all right, just think, is arbitrary. All right, just, get just think about it's not arbitrary. We're inside of a record store right now, so think about it in these terms. Just look at how much recorded time is in this one room. Peter Buck has a record collection that he's going to pass away before he even have the time to listen to it entirely. Mm-hmm. There's so much recorded material, no. so to even give it's it, more of a to even attribute the best fact. to anyone is 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 a fool's errand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, it's kind of like once you've acknowledged that everything means nothing, you then have to find the beauty within. Uh, it. If it's not nothing, nothing, there's just a broader range for best than. If I, I wanted I to hear your most recent, I love the cars. We were going to cover um, what the fuck was that song? Who let the dogs out? We were going to cover Who Let the Dogs Out by the Cars. Yes. Um, I would love to hear it. It's on the first Cars record. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, it never. I don't came care out. how many times you tell me Who Let the Dogs Out is not on the first Cars record. <laughs> Do you want me to see if we have it here and then we just like play it? Don't you stop! Don't you stop! Don't you stop! Right? That's what it's called. Yeah. That's the hook. Right? That's what it's called. So, anyways, uh, let's. You're gonna say, edit that out. Edit that one out. Let's say. I've been drinking. 
<laughs> Let's say Universal Studios buys the rights to Vomit Face. Who is going to play each of you? Do we get a ride? First of all, Universal who do they buy Studio. it from? Because I think... Yeah, we own our masters. We're no, not no, selling. No, no, no. no, no their story. They're... No, your story. Oh, like, story. and they're gonna make a movie. Oh, make Universal a movie. Pictures. We're talking. Yeah. Okay. Universal Studios. Yeah, pictures. Yeah. yeah. That's all the same to me. Who's gonna like play? Who's gonna play the three of you? And then I have one more question after that. Dude, I'm not selling. <laughs> I'll sell. I'll sell to the Weinstein Company. Okay, the Weinstein Company. I'll sell price. to anybody. I'll sell my. Bar. Okay. We're gonna have. I'm gonna be directed by. Paul Thomas Anderson. No, no, who plays? Who that, you know, you could throw a director in there. No, I'm doing it the director. Yeah, yeah. but um, look, so who, who, uh, who was a cinematographer for Uncle Boomy? I want that one. <laughs> okay, we got that guy. Okay. Now let's let's, let's, <laughs> got let's, let's get let's get down the let's get some of the actors. Life, Jared the budget is endless. I'm, I'm going with Kevin Spacey. For you? An old Kevin Spacey playing a young Chris. <laughs> Which is funny because Kevin Spacey would probably want a, lo- a lot of lines. So it'll be Chris, but Chris talking a whole bunch. Unlike this interview, Kevin Spacey would be very loquacious so now the, in the now, the now the two of you. There's not a lot for me to say. Eva Mendez can play for Eatmo. <laughs> But then the Indian community will complain that you didn't cast an Indian. Well, there are not a lot of Indian actors. That's the fault of Hollywood, but we have to do what we have to do. Okay. Well, yeah, now that leaves you. There's not a lot of Indian actors like in like West. <laughs> he's, he's like he's like. Well, yeah, I'm not gonna have a Dumb. Bollywood. Why not? Dress, maybe Bollywood because that's like, not like, my what, vibe. Like, okay. My vibe is not that. And have and have like an accent. They was. <laughs> I'd be in India <laughs> making millions of dollars being a Bollywood actress. I've been you, told you, I could. Yeah, you'd be good at it. And you don't even have to kiss. Thing. You have to almost kiss. I am. Almost, I'm very good at almost kissing. The Hindus I'm don't want to see you actually kiss. They want to see so. the open mouth and yeah. nope, nothing. I, w- I would Dance. love to see that in a dating profile. I'm really good at almost kissing. <laughs> no. I'm really good at almost kissing. <laughs> yeah. Do you love teased? Um, I would be played by um, uh, that kid who played the new guy. <laughs> that tall, oh, lanky nerd. DJ Qualls. DJ Qualls? Isn't that DJ Qualls? What? Is that his fucking name? Yeah. The kid that played the new yeah, guy. Yeah, in what? the film The New Guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The guy's name is DJ Qualls. I know this because he was also in Hustle and Flow, and he plays the producer, and he and he talks about that. Is his name like DJ the initials Qualls. DJ or a disc jockey no, Qualls? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying like he's, no, no. he's like a DJ. No, no, no. He's like a DJ no, no. slash producer. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> no, his, his name is DJ Claus. Like uh, DJ he, he, can, he can cry. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's a great actor. And, and I cry all the time, so I'll so, okay. play me. <laughs> so then, mm, who, who... That makes me reevaluate you. I can maybe get a bleached haired um, Adam Brody. Yeah, you can get Adam Brody. I'm looking oh. forward to that. I can see Adam Brody. Yeah. Like, like, oh, That's what my mom do, do more of a teen movie time. angle mm-hmm. by only casting us with attractive people. <laughs> and Kevin Spacey, <laughs> Kevin Spacey on the base. <laughs> It'll be as Spacey. weird as like the Wild Stallions when they started getting like Abraham Lincoln and the Grim Reaper <laughs> in the band. Wild Stallions. That is kind of funny. If we, if uh, our listeners wanted to listen to your most recent song, what, where, where should they go? The most recent song was for a benefit compilation. The Gray Estates blog and podcast is doing 100% benefit compilation of sugar slash sweet themed songs. Uh, to benefit Chords Camp, it's a overnight camp for um, queer youth, specifically in the South, 
from either like queer families or queer queer oriented themselves uh growing up in the south as a weird kid myself like means a lot to us to be able to participate in it uh we made a track we called it mad sugar because of the theme and it's a slight homage to my first band in eighth grade which was called Mad Sugar. We had dumped out. <laughs> I like someone doing an homage to themselves when they were younger. Like Quinn Tarantino does an homage to Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Well, here's here's the reason I want to do it. When in eighth grade, I joined with two other kids. Uh, we decided to make a band. They actually were already kind of playing before I even joined. But uh, the CDs of Michael's that he owned were dumped into the floor and we were just going to combine other band names oh, to yeah. make a band name. So it was very, it was very uh, Marcel Duchamp this way. Uh, we It'd be funny if, as in, when you were that age if you were saying that. Well, clearly we're a Dada-esque band so we can't actually consciously pick this name. Uh, but we mixed uh, Mad Season and Sugar. I think is how we got Mad Sugar. Um, so there you go, Bob Mould. There's a little shout out. And um, we were we were picked on a lot for playing in the band. They 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 wanted to make fun of us. They wanted to make fun of the name. We were trying to sell tapes out of our backpacks, and they were like, "I'll buy a tape just so they could listen to it, and make fun of it." <laughs> so uh, it's also kind of an underdog story there. So I think the title track is that might be a better movie than the Vomit Face movie. Yeah. I think you should tell. The oh, rest of Jared's that one. childhood is yeah. my childhood's tumultuous. Yeah, it was exploitation. It was, needs it was to the pay him fundamentalist for it. redneck Christian South. Yeah. So, uh, you say in, in Tennessee? Yeah, um, outside of Memphis. Memphis was your major city. Right, right. I was probably an hour and a half drive outside of it. You know, along the Mississippi. I uh, I drove to Tennessee with my family. Oh yeah, and, and my family. I mean, we, we drove to the whole South. My mom's family's from Virginia, and uh, my dad is Jewish. And we literally, Tennessee was the only was the only state in which somebody straight up asked my dad where his horns were. Oh, like straight man. up, like, and I remember being like a kid in the back seat of the car and being like, like, no, it's so fun. But the crazy thing too was that it was like, and, and I mean, like, not to throw my stereotypes, but there was like a certain southern hospitality to the way that they asked the question, mm-hmm. where it was like, so I don't, I don't see your horns, and, yeah. and like, not, not to do a bad southern accent, but it was like. Yeah. It, it wasn't like malicious. It was just like, oh, that's weird. Like I thought y'all had it. And but that's how evil it is because right. like it's so, it's so ingrained and yeah, deep yeah. in that it's not malicious seeming, and yeah. that's even scarier yeah. that it's just like the oblivious tone it's, makes it all the not more even sadistic. It's so yeah. yeah. It's, so now, now, now that we're in a, a dark place again, <laughs> let me. Oh, ask why can't we keep it dark? Let's talk yeah, more let's about Tennessee. Well, we were talking about you the can end of the drive world. on the fucking interstate. And they'll have these erected crosses or bill billboards that'll say like "Buy guns next exit," and that's all it fucking is. It is a scary atmosphere to be in. And that's I mean I mean, my heart goes out to anyone who has to grow up in any way that's not a white skank. <laughs> I'm serious. Fuck Tennessee. Fuck Tennessee and the people that love it. Fuck Elvis. Fuck Conway Twitty. Yeah, but he got arrested because he's a fucking white skank. Um, I don't I, really care for Elvis. No, no, my <laughs> heart, my heart goes out to anyone. My my first cousin was one of the few out gay people of my childhood that I knew that was yeah. even in my town, 
and his skin had to be made of fucking stone and he's probably to this day I would say one of the bravest people I know so like fuck that place uh, fuck that place drop a bomb on it it's red they voted for Trump gas him Prima, uh, real quick question. What is Whoa. the You're best- listening to... What was <laughs> this is where you say the call letters. Yeah. Uh, AM, 1045. Prima, what is... I, I hate what- that he's going to bleep that out, too. I know it's not going to be... No, no, I'm leaving that in. All right, cool. Oh, great. So we're talking about gassing, right? We're talking about being Jewish and telling Yeah, great. I'm all, great all about that. So, get him back, man. Yeah. You get him back. That's all right. Not, I'm I'm gonna, we, no, that's not how it goes. We, we make, <laughs> he goes, no. We make jokes about ourselves and we make money off of it. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, there's still uh, land deeds and property contracts from eons ago that haven't been updated that still say, do not sell this property to a black I mean, or, that's a, even or a Jewish that's man. That's like every state. Has. Yeah, so they're like, but I mean, it, it was prevalent but, in know, Tennessee where, where like... We buy it anyway. Well, yeah, it's, the, it's not enforceable, obviously, but the Tennessean actually wrote a story about how they're having to go back and just... Change the language because these things have they've they've been swapping these properties since since when when props were swapped when props were swapped. What is what what's what do you think the most accurate lawyer movie is? Like, what's a good good solid two weeks notice? (laughs) (laughs) Is that on the shelves? That could be in the horror section. Two weeks notice. The firm. Really? No. No, the, no, none of them. The firm is I Memphis. Mean, isn't it? Obviously, a few. Is good there men, a, a law movie where somebody kills them? Is it like a suicide movie? <laughs> I would no, no, but no. Oh yeah. Wait, Is that John Grisham? No, that's a whistleblower Whist- movie. No, I would uh, say it's a John Grisham adaptation, wouldn't you? Because John Grisham was a lawyer. He knows. A southern lawyer. What do you think? What do What do you think of my cousin Vinny? Law wise. Uh, I mean, I think he was ahead of his time, a visionary, My you know, up there with RBG. Oh, that also like, had the father from the monsters as the judge. Yeah, you did have it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. Cool. Um, I actually, I actually prefer my cousin Vinny or like a two weeks notice to real, you know, like real lawyer movies because they're not real. Yeah. You watch like Boston Legal. No, Damages, though. That's great. That's damages a TV is, show. Yeah, yeah. Real damages talk, is the best. Yeah, I don't like TV no. shows. I like movies. What? Was Boston Legal with That's William Shatner? That's what he used to say. It was, it was Bill Shatner. Billy's are watching was, TV uh, with me. Uh, There's too many people uh, talking. I'm just saying. Well, I'm you look at me. I love it. I'm just saying, it. if you, everyone talks over each other, the listener... We're drinking. Guys, you're just tuning into a bar scene. And okay, so, talking. okay. We, we, Wait, we, what were you saying? We're running out of client because Brad Renfro, all right, people, is that's it. I'm just like going to be a TV bopper on this. <laughs> so it was too soon, God man. Uh, that's my favorite. Lawyer, talking about man. Adam Brody and Brad. Ruff. What's what would you say? What would, what would you say though, as a lawyer to aspire to? I'm going to be nothing. I didn't because like I was not an idiot, and I don't think movies and TV are real. Even when I was a child, when I was studying psychology, I thought the Irish guy in, in Treatment was the best psychologist. Well, he's an awful <laughs> wait, no, wait, wait, fucking. <laughs> He was alright. He wanted to f- sleeping with his patient. He wanted to fuck one patient <laughs> and he out did. of hundreds. <laughs> and he did. It ruined his marriage. So did now you say no Perry one... Mason was your like top? Oh, I loved Perry Mason when I was a kid. That's right. Yeah, totally you, Perry Mason was your uh, Sonia Sotomayor. What was the music she, on Perry Mason? She also went to Princeton. She, that what was the Perry Mason music. So very good, very good. Helmet. What? The theme on Perry Mason. Know. 
Okay, so we, I we want to say it's like Adam's family. It's like, yeah, it's a little bit. No, but it's like <laughs> da, 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 da. It's, it's very dramatic. Harry Mason. Yeah, I love Harry Definitely Mason. the Adam's so family. Because I used to, I used to <laughs> yeah, love I like Nancy Drew and stuff like that. I was like a mystery person. So Nancy, I think Nancy, I'd rather be an investigator, but it's like kind of scary. Prima just wants to press what, someone on the stand until they confess. What about people's court music? I'm really good. Dude, the people's court is so good. Okay, okay, so where in Seattle do you folks like to get your coffee? Serious question. Uh, Almondine, Almondine sells Dorothea. Dorothy's? Dorothy. Dorothy. I'm not sure. I don't know. It's Usually really, it's, no, it's so like, good. Wait, what place? Where is this at? Almondine. It's, it's in Chop House Row, which closed <laughs> down all the other band's rehearsal spaces. <laughs> and now they're all out of a place to go. No, I'm just, that was for Aiden. That was for, that was for Nail Posh. Shout out to Aiden. Yeah. Shout out to Nail Posh for their song, Loves Chop House Chop Row. Andrew. I go there weekly to get a coffee. I also go to get one from Aiden, too, though, at Analog. Yeah. I don't... Analog. But Dorothea or whatever is really good. It's so good. It's really good. Uh, oh, Chris, Chris is at Vivace. <laughs> he makes you the special But only when Chris ones. makes it. When Chris makes the it. the best. You should in ask fact, for In Chris. fact, I had one of your coworkers oh, just now make me one, and it wasn't as good. It wasn't as well, good as Chris. He doesn't know who the hell he half-assed He half-assed it. Yeah. Chris then, cooks my espresso with a magnifying <laughs> but glass and the sun. the coffee is superb. Fraser was right about it. The, the coffee is great in Seattle. In fact, if I was to say any any Hollywood-produced thing was accurate about Seattle, it would be Fraser. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, it's like a I fucking documentary. Grey's Anatomy has some bones to pick with that. First of all, you guys are nothing but... High, high fine dining French restaurants. Only That's, can't get a reservation. As far as the eye can fucking see. <laughs> and opera houses. What else did he do? Opera house. It's not non-plural. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ben, where do you like to get your coffee? Actually, you know what? You know what? We're running out of time. <laughs> uh, I want to thank uh, all the vomit facers for coming uh, to the studio. Uh, any last words? <laughs> Wait, we didn't say all the places we get coffee. I was just gonna go somewhere dark and about like killing ourselves. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it meant dark roasted, but you Miss, meant. <laughs> Mr. Savage says it gets better. We'd like to say it does not. <laughs> It's a daily no, horror show. Wait, 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 My show. Shut the fuck up. It's our show, Danny. I'm yeah, a co-host. Yes, you make co Wait, no. That makes you a co-host, dude. A, a, a friend of we're, mine. We're not so moralistic as to judge the act of suicide. All right, let's go. Whoa. Okay. So, a friend of mine who has like three kids, and he has not. He's really not happy about his life because he works nonstop. Oh shit. Where are we we, going we with keep this? joking that we're, we we want to make a campaign where it's it doesn't get better. It and doesn't. It does talks about like yeah kids when you get older like you have less free time you have more bills and life doesn't get better sorry there was, no, it gets way worse there was this, life was sweet when I was yeah there was this YouTube like, kid who gave like a specific like like in the gay community reference yeah. where he was like no nah, I mean I'm fucking blowing a guy on the weekend in the middle of the stall you know, <laughs> in a public restroom it doesn't get better <laughs> uh, but yeah I, I don't I don't think it ever does. <laughs> and no, I'm no, not, no, that's and that's a bullshit. No, I'm serious. It, with, it with, sets you up for failure. With, with to total think conviction, that. No, I, with like, total conviction, I can tell a kid it does not get better. It gets different. Yeah, it's uh, well, it's mostly it, worse. That's, that's it entropy. doesn't get better, but you get better. Like like you you, mm. you yeah you, 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 you no seriously, right? Pre- yeah. that's true. You can get better. I think I cope. 
Well, that's uh, that's us and our bad decisions and our lack. Your of, bad that's, decisions that's, that's, that's affected that's my life. The, the degradation. Yeah, I, I've actually hurt Prima's life with my bad decisions. If you are still listening to this podcast, <laughs> email accents on purpose podcast at gmail.com tell me and I'll send you something special and that is it for the week uh, we're not saying to kill yourselves no but just having that impulse we're not saying kill yourselves we're also saying like we're not going to be a trophy for fucking surviving (laughs) keep one finger on the pause button one foot in the grave (laughs) thank you for listening everybody We 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 went to a bar before this, and we and Prima sat me down. I was like, "You're not gonna, you're gonna, you're not gonna make fun of other bands tonight." That's what the bleep is for, dude. That's what the bleep is for. You're gonna bleep every one of these where it's completely incoherent. Yeah, sure. Who's gonna play beep? Yeah. Well, it'll be beep and beep. <laughs> Glad we did this.